Welcome to The Essentials, a podcast featuring foundational teachings for every Christ follower. Welcome to our third episode of our Essentials podcast. I'm here again with Desi Hink. Good to to be here. And Dr. Talissa Nutt. It's good to be with you guys. Today we're going to continue to talk about the first habit of Bible study and prayer, but we're going to focus on prayer. And we really just want to continue to have a conversation on prayer. Prayer is such a broad topic. Um, and I know in, in many different circles, it carries different meanings and um, interpretations and so forth. So we just thought, let's just talk about how does a follower of Christ pray? And what does it mean to pray? Um, so let me just kick this off and say at the, at the basic things, um, Desi, I'll turn it to you and say, prayer is all about communicating with God. Yeah, absolutely. I think that as we approach prayer, you know, we don't have to be intimidated by it. We don't have to uh, even be fearful of, of doing it wrong. It's just having a conversation with, with God. Uh, it's just opening up and communicating what's going on in your life, uh, what you have need of, just being open and honest and, and talking to Jesus. That's at, at its simplest form. That's what it is. That's cool. Um, Melissa? Yeah, I would totally agree. It's just like um, I always like to envision picking up my my cell phone and uh, just again having a conversation with with God, uh, with my heavenly Father. So that's cool. So conversation, God, our heavenly Father. Um, I know the Bible talks a lot about God being our Father, mm-hmm. and there's scriptures about ask our father and you know him being a good father that gives us what is good for us every good and gracious gift comes from god and so forth but i gotta jump in here darren you know because when i hear you talk about you know approaching god as our heavenly father i really do think we have to approach the topic what about if if someone does not have a good relationship with their earthly father hmm. and sometimes that past experience really is an obstacle to going to God in prayer you know as our heavenly father no i think it's a great question cuz i i know it, it could be a barrier right yeah, yeah and and we know that God is perfect he's perfect and good um now i'll be honest i was fortunate to have a great role model for a father yeah. Uh, my, my my earthly father um, did so much for me. Yeah. That... And, and and I can really relate to that. Uh, man, I can re- remember countless uh, times where I'd pick up my dad or pick up the phone and call my dad and like, Dad, I need this. And can you come get me? And, you, you <laughs> yeah. know, a man, he, he would drop whatever he was doing and take care of me. Yeah. You know, so I, I can really yeah. relate with you that way. So how does somebody how does somebody overcome that if they haven't had that experience? Yeah, cuz we all know people that yeah. haven't had great relationships with their dad. And yeah. we all um, have friends that have testimonies about even maybe not having a father. Right, an and, absent father. An yeah. absent father, yeah. exactly. And so I think what we do is we remember that scripture reveals a perfect heavenly father. Yeah. Uh, a father that is without sin. And so whatever uh, picture is painted in your mind of a, of a negative father, of someone who has let you down, of someone who's not been there, someone that's not approachable, it's not reachable, that we can know that in God we have a perfect father that is approachable, that is reachable, that loves us, that not only loves us but demonstrated his love for us, that he would send his only son to die for us. And he says, and scripture teaches us that if he wouldn't even withhold his only son, 
son, how much more freely will he give us all things? And so we have a father that is passionately in love with us and that he has come down from his throne and humbled himself and said, I want a relationship with you. And so as you approach our, your heavenly father, know that it's, it's not even, even the best father, even Felicity, no matter how great your dad was or Darren, how great your dad was or, or anybody's dad, that's still only a, a picture, a slight picture of the perfect love mm. of, of our heavenly father. No, I, I, that's a really good point. Yeah. I appreciate that. I, I totally get that. You know, and I hear, I hear Desi mention that and I, I think about how your heavenly father will tend to you, mm. you know, and just really care. And so that's yeah. what was running through my mind. Now, I think that's, that, that you're spot on. Uh, when you think about prayer, okay, it's, it's, it's think about prayer and think about, we always hear about different types of prayers and things like that. But but how does, how do our, our prayers change with what's going on in our life? There's got to be like different seasons of prayer. Yeah. You know, what do you guys, what do you guys think about that? There's going to be prayers for certain things that are different than Man, other times. seasons, that's the word. Uh, you know, because I like to even think about life uh, as well as prayer in seasons. Yeah, I mean, we all go through different seasons. And even as you're listening right now, you're probably uh, going through a different season than I'm in. And um, seasons can be brought on by maybe health issues that you're going through or the loss of a loved one. Or, or maybe you're going through a really good season. You just got a promotion or you uh, just got back from vacation. But uh, I know for me, yeah, don't we wish we were all just yeah, got back yeah. from vacation? Really good right yeah, now. for me too. Um, I know for me, uh, there was a season in my life where I was a new father and uh, we were concerned about my uh, firstborn Olivia, that maybe she was going to have some type of um, uh, brain damage. And there were some issues there that we weren't real sure of her, the way her skull was developing. And um, I know that that season was uh, uh, extremely um, scary season. I'm just going to be honest. It was scary. And, and the way I prayed in that season over my daughter was a lot different than the way I pray when I get back um, from vacation. But uh, during that time, it was a time that I really just hit my knees and I cried out to God. And it was a state of uh, of being totally helpless and in, in, a, in a state of total surrender. And I remember just asking God if there was any way, Lord, give it to me. Let it be me, Lord, that has this. Yeah. And if you could do anything, just heal my daughter. Let it be. And, and it was a scary time because we had to go through a lot of different um uh, specialist to find out there was an issue and I'm thankful to, to say there wasn't and it, and it all turned yeah. out okay she's but, beautiful well yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks she for saying is. that she's yeah, beautiful thanks for that so that was a season yeah that, I, I I very much appreciate that I, I think there there's times you know and we have to ask ourselves it's times for some people it's easier to sort of remember God when they're going through hard times some people it's easier to remember God when things happen good mm-hmm. and I think we're all wired wired differently but when we think about just you know, the different ways the Bible shows us, right? We're kind of listing this a little bit before, but think about the different prayers of like Hannah and Jabez, Nehemiah, Jonah, even the Psalms, right? Read through yes, those. There's David. all different. Yeah, David, you read, there's all different types of prayers. I think about even the uh, the one that's for Miriam, right? Um, um, Moses's wife, when they got through, they left Egypt and the Red Sea and all that stuff. And she had this big prayer of Thanksgiving. You know, you should think about all those things. And one of the things that's fascinating to me is when you think about the purpose of prayer, communicating with God, but also we're encouraged to not just pray for ourselves. 
right? That's right? true. We're supposed to pray for enemies, pray for those that persecute us. Yeah. That can be you hard. Know? Yeah. It, it, exactly. Hard. So I, I don't know. <laughs> it could be very hard. I know I know. for me, I, I struggle because I can get into the point where prayer is just a habit where I'm going through just sort of the same things. And I have to remind myself, you know what? There are people I'm not happy with. And I need to bring them up in prayer. Yeah. And so I make it a, a point to write down names. Yeah. So I can remember when I pray, I need I need to bring these people up. And I think about how freeing that whole process is yeah. too, Darren. Like being able to to release those individuals to, to God. Yes. You know, and, and let God take care of that. Yes. And, you know, uh, one of my favorite, you know, ways to approach prayer would be to use the Lord's Prayer uh, out of Matthew. And because, um, you know, something that's also really helpful is the, the role of thanksgiving or yes. to give thanks to God yes. and uh, giving gratitude to God. Um, but again, my favorite approach to prayer is, is using the Lord's Prayer. No, I think it's, that's good. I know there, there's a lot, there's a few different um, models, yeah. right, that, that are out there. And, um, you know, um, I think of um, I think of the the scripture that tells us like we have to be like little children, yeah. come to God as a child, the faith of a child. And I think about the ways that we try to teach our kids to pray. And we used a, an acronym, the acronym of Pray P R A Y, uh, to help our kids learn to pray. And it's helpful for us too, right? You start out with praise for the P, uh, repent, uh, you know what you've done wrong for the R, the ask, you know, make your request of Jesus, but ask uh, what it is. And the why has been the hardest one. That's yield. Um, you know, to make sure that you, you end your prayer with yielding, yielding to God. But I know there's other models out there that people what can you use. use Desi? Yeah. So um, I use ACTS. And uh, before I kind of tell you what that acronym is, I thought about, you know, when I come in to pray that it's easy to be distracted and I think all of us can find ourselves, maybe we're thinking about our next appointment, maybe we're thinking about um, what's happening on social media, or all the different things that are happening that we can be distracted by. And so the first thing I do is I just kind of sit down and I have a, a, a piece of paper with me and a pencil and I just write out the distractions so that I can just set them to the side. I don't have to worry about forgetting them. And then I go into the what I call what's called the Acts Prayer. And the first one is adoration. And that's just a, a big word to say, um, God, you're amazing. God, we just the different uh, attributes that you can just ascribe to God and just to give him glory. And um, then it moves into confession. And I'm just going to I'm just going to tell the Lord, I'm just sorry for what I've gone through uh, or what I've done, any, you know, any sins that I've committed. And then I'm just going to move into thanksgiving and supplication. Mm. And, um, and supplication is just a way of, of presenting your needs uh, to the Lord. And that really helps me stay on target and helps me have um, kind of a path forward when I enter into prayer. Oh, that's, that's awesome. That is good. That is awesome. Um, just to switch gears just a little bit uh, is um, being disappointed with prayer. Yeah. Right. Some people might say, Hot topic. yeah, I've prayed, I've prayed and I'm just not getting my prayers answered. Yeah. How do you respond to that with somebody? Well, um, that actually hits a little close to home right now. Uh, Darren, I just, I just had a friend that had been sharing a prayer request with me from a coworker and, uh, a, a man who uh, was in relatively good health, uh, went to uh, a checkup, wasn't feeling well, uh, found out that he had sepsis and very quickly 
um, was put into the hospital, started having um, issues, and uh, it didn't take very long before um, he actually passed away. And it was about a week process, and during that week, uh, we started a, a prayer chain. Uh, I was praying for him daily. My friend was praying for him. Uh, a lot of people were praying for him. His wife was sending daily updates on Facebook, and um, at the end, he lost his battle. And there was a lot of people left uh, questioning why did this happen or, you know, why would God let this happen? And I think all of us can think of times in our life where we've asked God, why me or, or why did this yeah. happen? He's the good father. How yeah. could he let that happen? Yeah. Right. Mm. And I think that the tough reality is that we live in a fallen world. Yeah. And, and it's a reminder that this world is not our home. You know, uh, the Bible tells us that all of creation groans with anticipation for the return of Christ. Yes. And the reality is, as, as Peter tells us, that we're just exiles in this land. And this is not where we're meant to be ultimately. But we do have the promise of eternity mm. in Christ. Now, I, th I, th I think that that's awesome. And um, Dallas, I know in the last episode you talked about scripture cards and so forth, yeah. but I believe you also have prayer cards. Yeah. How do the prayer cards work for you? You know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because there there have been seasons in my life where, uh, you know, maybe I've been going through things, uh, hit, hit, hit a situation, and I'm not really sure how to pray. Um, I could go to already prepared, uh, you know, uh, scriptures that are set to prayer. Yeah. So uh, one of my favorite books is Praying God's Word by Beth Moore. And it goes from chapter by chapter. And it, again, again, it's just scripture set to prayer. And that's something I've really used in the past. That's awesome. Well, I, you know, prayer is such a big topic. But there's a scripture in Ephesians, uh, Ephesians chapter 3, that maybe we can close with. Um, I think it's a wonderful prayer for uh, all those listening and for each of us. Um, but in, in, in verse 16, it says, I pray that out of his riches, sorry, let me start over. Okay. I pray that out of his glorious riches, can't leave that word out. Yeah. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen.